Hello, and welcome to the podcast on Emmanuel Assemblies of God in Knoxville, Tennessee. We're so glad you've taken the time to listen. If you're ever in our area, we invite you to join us for one of our worship services. For times and locations, please visit at EmmanuelAG.com. How many of you guys were here for uh, part one with Meshach Sheridan last week? Yeah. Back for more. Meshach has got part two about listening for God when God seems silent. And like I said, I'm I'm very excited for Meshach. I'm also <coughs> sad because I'm going to miss you guys being around. But I'm very excited for you guys. Move them to go. Can I tell them what you're doing and everything? Does everybody know? Do you want to share it? No. He's going to go to school down there. He's pursuing ministry. He's uh, going to get an advanced degree, and he's just following the call of God in his life um, with the intention of being a pastor. And so, just want to let's just go ahead and have a prayer for him as we listen to his last word and send him off. Father, Lord, I just thank you for this this family and Bethany. I thank you for the heart that Misha has. I thank you for the the way he's encouraged me and has encouraged this church. Father, I ask that you bless them as they go. We send them out, Lord, with our blessing. Lord, we know that the Holy Spirit is going before them. We know that you will follow behind them. Your glory will be their rear guard. Lord, I ask that you would bless them over and above. Bless them with your presence, Lord. Bless them with the confidence that they know that they are walking in your path and fulfilling your will. Bless them with ministry connections, Lord, opportunities to share the word and to make your kingdom known. Lord, make him an effective minister of the Holy Spirit, not just of the letter, but of the Spirit, the Spirit that gives life. Let him and his wife and his family be a point of contact where when people come into relationship with them, they feel like they've been in the presence of God. Lord, bless him in his studies. As he goes, give him insights and revelation to help him accomplish all the work that he's doing, being bivocational and getting a job and going to school and all the things that he and Bethany are doing. And not to mention having a brand newborn baby, which we bless her too, Lord. Lord, she will bring joy to many. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, give them safety in their travels. Let them find the right place to live. Let them get the right exact job. Bless him and his job. Father, let his job be blessed because he's there. Yes. Let that town be blessed because he's there. Amen. Let those classes he sits in be time of revival because he's there. Amen. Because you are in him. Amen. Father, thank you. We bless Meshach and Bethany and their family. And we are sad that it's a loss for us, but we know it's a plus for the kingdom. And so with that, we send them out in joy. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Meshach. Thank you so much. Uh, one of the times that maybe it has been hard for me to cry, but I was crying the whole time he was praying. And to be honest, the way we found this church, 
It was like, you know, God's direction. We thank God for my wife. She's good in, in media, Google and stuff. And we had like a lot of edgy churches that uh, we were looking. But as soon as she came to the website of the manual assembly, she said, oh, this is a place. And we said, oh, yeah, uh, let's go find out. And I, meaning I said, let's go see how is it like, you know? Meaning like we may go explore more. But the first day we came, I'm telling you, we just felt home. And we are so glad that, I remember that time, most of you guys were there. We just felt like, yes, this is a place. And since then, we never even uh, think or decide going somewhere else. We were here as a family. And now to say that we are moving to Florida, it's kind of like a lost part of us. You know? Uh, we are losing like a family, we made friends, and it's not easy, you know, how hard transition is when you move to start something new. Uh, it has been a long trip, a long journey to come to this point. When we started thinking about the school was to go to Grove University in Missouri, but everybody told me, Mishik, you are making a mistake, you are coming from Malawi, it's hard, and you don't know how cold it is in Missouri. Are you saying it's cold there? And I said, oh, no, thank you. That's when now uh, we found the sister school to that one, which is Southeastern University uh, in Lakeland, Florida. And we were going to live between Lakeland and Tampa because the job was in Tampa. So and, uh, it was like 37 minutes drive from where I'll be working uh, to come to school. And the good part is, uh, the school, because I'm doing the master's degree, it's only twice a week, so that should be a people good. Already, as he has already said, uh, we'll be moving next week. First, I'll go because we need to find a place and all that. I'm supposed to start work uh, on the 16th of November, which is the other Monday. And uh, I'll just wait that weekend. Weekend will come now. Uh, to pick up Bethany, our little one, and they move to Florida. Uh, once again, thank you, Emmanuel Assembly, for being with us, for being support. We have seen this church helping us, supporting us in many ways, and it will be a pain on the other heart, on the other side in our hearts that we are living. But we know uh, that every time God is in control, and we are, we'll be praying for you guys. And we know you'll be praying for us. Uh, let's get into our sermon today. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we are so thankful this morning that we can dine with you again and share your word and hear, listen from you, O oh God. We pray that, Lord, you speak to our hearts and encourage us and give us strength as we walk with this life. In Jesus' name, Lord, we pray. Amen. Amen. Uh, to those who were not here last week, uh, I've been sharing from the message which I titled, When God Seems to be Silent. And uh, we went through uh, a couple stories and scenarios that we all know and believe for sure that to some point, each one of us as an individual, we have some moments <coughs> that we can think of saying, I think, God is not my side. I shared part of our story uh, to some of you who are not here that uh, we had a long story between 
me and Bethany, how we met. And before I married her, I married Violet, uh, who happened uh, to die. The same day, we took them to the hospital when she was pregnant. And we lost both the child and Violet. It was a sad moment. And my heart was really at pain. And, you know, I was still a pastor by then. I think I, I had pastored this church for six, seven years. But I'm telling you, there was a moment that I felt like God is silent to my situation. I felt like maybe God has turned his face against me. Like, like maybe he's not seeing what I'm going through. But if you can see uh, how things happen, you would possibly understand that even though I went into that situation or that time, but God was still there. Amen. We may have like asked the questions, why ABCD is happening? But I want to encourage you and to tell you that regardless of all those moments, God is still there. And sometimes you can ask the questions, why, you know? Uh, I shared, I think in Jesus last week, that I didn't know that I would marry Bethan. Before I met this violet, I married, I first proposed her to marry. And later, God brings us back together. And you will say, why did you allow this to happen? We may have questions that we may not have answers, but I want to tell you that God is faithful all the time. Let's go into the scripture this morning. Uh, last week we read the scripture Acts from Acts 14 from verses 19 through 20. I don't know if you still have it. Uh, but Jews came from Antioch and Iconium and having persuaded that the crowds, they stoned Paul and dragged him out of the city, supposing that he was dead. Uh, this was one of the examples of the times and moments that sometimes you may be wondering. And let's thank God for Paul. Paul was such a great man that he has lived a life that has given us a good stand of faith. He walked with God regardless of whatever. He came to the point that he faced persecution more than how he persecuted the church. We remember very well how Paul persecuted the church. But this time it comes to him. And I think the good thing he told him, if we read in chapter 9, I don't have a verse on the screen, but he told him that I will send you to go preach and you will suffer, you will see the suffering, you know, like more than how uh, he could imagine. God was still with him in this moment. You could wonder sometimes that God is calling you into ministry, you are ministering, and finally you are facing this situation. How can you imagine that? I don't know if some of us would be in his shoes. I don't know if we would continue. Like, literally, story. this is not like uh, something just making it up, but people, they had to stone him and thinking that Paul is dead. But he's still standing, if you go those other verses, he's still standing up and go back into the community and preach the gospel. Those are some of the moments that we meet them as we walk in this faith. 
So today I want to finish uh, all the uh, thoughts I had last week. Remember, I said uh, three things that we should remember when God seems to be silent. And I said, number one, which we shared last week was remember God's orientation before the situation. Remember God's orientation before the situation. And we had to read uh, Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. Uh, and also we had to read John 15, 7. When we read those verses, it says, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all things will be added unto you. And in John, he was talking about abiding in him. So before the situation comes, or before we are in, it's a reminder to us that we should remember what God has said. The first thing he's uh, requiring to hear or see us doing is needed to seek his kingdom. That's the first place that we have taken. We have trusted. We have given him our hearts. We have said, God, here I am. I'm surrendering everything to you. That's the first thing. And he said, if we abide in him and you abide in us, whatever we ask, it shall be given to us. And now, this will give us like an encouragement when we face that situation. When we come to the point of like thinking, I mean, uh, thinking like God is not there, when we come back to remember what he said on the first place, that we should seek his kingdom first, we will start still and say, God, I know I'm going through this, but you got my back. You are holding my hand. I know you are with me. Number two, Amen. remember God's promise in the middle of the situation. When those moments come to us, we should remember God's promises in the middle of the situation. What has God said while you are in the situation, while you are in that challenge? These are some of the scriptures that helped me. Acts 18, verses 9 through 10. If we have, uh, if we have it, you just put it on the screen, please. Acts chapter 18, verses 9 uh, through 10. All right, I'll just see. Uh, go ahead, open real quick. Uh, if it comes up there, we'll, we are going to read from there. Uh, remember God's promises in the middle of the situation. Acts chapter uh, 18, verses 9 through 10. Uh, I just got this Bible when we had the uh, ordination presentation weeks ago. So it's kind of like new to me, but it's the verses and the chapters are not new. Uh, I'm just uh, trying to use it as often as I can. So just bear with me when I take a while before I go there. Acts chapter 18, verses 9 through uh, 10. Do we have it there? Not yet. We are getting, we are getting there. And the papers were not open. It's like everything is new in this Bible. So you understand. All right. Uh, starting from verses 9 through 
10. Come on, paper. It's a new Bible. <laughs> My goodness. Here we go. Ah. Verses 9 and 10. That's very funny. <laughs> and the Lord said to Paul one night in a vision, do not be afraid, but go on speaking and do not be silent. For I am with you, and no one will attack you, uh, will attack you to harm you. For I have many in this city who are my people. Can you imagine God speaking like that? Let me read again. Is it there now? Okay, good. I like to look at the screen. I've been spoiled. And the Lord said to Paul one night in a vision, Do not be afraid, but go on speaking and do and do not be silent. For I am with you, and no one will attack you to harm you, for I have many in this city who are my people. Do you remember the first verse we read in the book of Acts, chapter 14? Somebody has stoned you. To the point that now people came to the point of saying, ah, I think uh, Paul is no more. Paul is dead. And he gets out, go preach, and he tells him in chapter 18, he tells him, God tells him, uh, he says, do not be afraid, but you go. Nobody will harm you. Okay. To me, if you are telling that I'm not, nobody's going to harm me, but somebody stopped me to the point of death, how do not think like you are protecting me? <laughs> right? You are saying, okay, I should not fear. You are with me. And yesterday somebody just stole me. And people thinking that I'm dying because of how I was. But God says, I'll be with you. Can you imagine that? You are in the middle of your child. In the middle of the sickness that you pray, God, please heal me. Do you remember how many people who prayed in the Bible and they did not get the answers as they wanted to and thought like, maybe I think I should go my way? Many people, we have a lot of examples in this question. But during those moments, God was still with these people. You remember how Abraham thought he promised, you'll be blessed, your descendants, all that. From you, the great nation will be born. Years and years, thousands of years, not thousands, you know, I'm just trying to say, many, many years went before they were answered, praying. I think they were tired. That's why the woman said, okay, should we try that way? You know, but in those moments, still God was with them. Remember Job, how he prayed. Challenges he went through. So what I'm saying is, remember God's promise in the middle of the situation. God is telling Paul that do not be afraid. Go speak. Don't be silent. I'm with you. Nobody will harm you. This is where my faith becomes more and more strong. When God is speaking to me that regardless of losing your wife, but I am with you. That makes me happy. 
I know it's hard, it's painful. But because he has promised to be with me, I will still stand. God is good. Amen. Amen. Always it shall be good. Acts 21, verse 10 through 14. I don't know if you have that one. Acts uh, 21, 10 through 14. I think this time will not be hard to flip the papers. <laughs> and I'll start reading from uh, verse 10. Is it up there yet? It's coming. It's coming. From verse 10, Acts 21, 10 through uh, 14. Already, from verse number 10. While we were staying for many days, a prophet named Agabus, I don't know how you pronounce that one, Agabus, came, to, came down from Judea, and coming to us, he took uh, Paul's belt and bound his own feet and hands and said, that said the Holy Spirit, this is how the Jews at Jerusalem will bind the man who owns this belt and deliver him into the hands of the Gentiles. For when we heard this, we and the people there urged him not to go up to Jerusalem. Then Paul answered, What are you doing, weeping and breaking my heart? For I am ready not only to be in prison but even to die in Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Jesus. And since uh, he would not be persuaded, we seized and said, let the will of the Lord be done. Are you following these verses? This is the time Paul is saying, hey guys, not like my situation, it's different. Like, oh, now I'm heading back to Jerusalem. I'm going to Jerusalem. I will see you sometime. We'll be praying for each other. We are going to Florida. It's a different thing. This, that was not Florida. It was Jerusalem. <laughs> and people sitting, hearing, or listening from Paul saying bye to these uh, folks, they said, no. Look what others said. While he was speaking, Paul, the prophet stood up Hey, ladies and gentlemen, yes, Paul is saying he's going to Jerusalem, but this is what God is speaking to me. Where he's going, he's going to be bound. So he had to take a belt and try to tie himself. He said, when he goes to Jerusalem, this is what will happen to him. He will be bound. But he what Paul is saying. Because he knows that the situation he's in God is speaking promises to his life. He's told him that I'll be with you. I'll protect you. And he says, ladies and gentlemen, why are you weeping and crying for me? Yes, I know they're going to buy me. Or they're going to beat me, whatever. But I want you to know that I am ready not only to be bound, but even to die for the name of our Lord Jesus. What a faith is that? 
knowing that I'm in a situation, I'm in a situation that will be hard, but he says, I know God will be with me. And last week we read uh, the book of Daniel chapter 3, verse 7, they say, we are ready. We are ready not to bow down to this image. And the kids, whom do you think shall deliver you from my hands? Whom do you think? They said, we know we have a living God who is going to save us. Yeah. But even if he's not going to save us, we want you to know, King, that we will never ever bow down to this image. What a faith. Man. You know, to some point, I've come to the position of believing and trusting God that regardless of how hard the situation is, but we should remember that God is still there for us. Yeah. Regardless of how tough the situation is. But let's remember what is his promise? What is God saying in that situation? We should stand still. Because we know he will save us. I was sharing to one of the friends telling him uh, when we were in the college, he's like, Mishik, I think this person is not going to make it. You know? And I said, you know what? God is with me. How? Regardless of what is going to happen. And I want to tell you that whether God will heal her or not, but he will receive God. He said, Mishik, you can't say that. You can't say that. I know, I know that even if it's a situation or God is not going to heal her, but one thing I know that God will remain faithful. Amen. So God gets even his glory, even in the times that we seem like he's not there. We should remember what has he said. We should remember how he is or how he has been to other people in the scriptures. That's why my faith has grown to the point that even, I normally speak and say, even if a hard or tough situation come unto me, I will never, ever think down or less about God. Because I know he's always there. Isaiah 41, verse number 10. I don't know if you have that verse up there. In the book of Isaiah, we know how the story was. Isaiah chapter 41, verse uh, number 10. God is speaking about the promise. He's talking to his people. We have it there? Praise God. Hallelujah. <laughs> Isaiah 41 Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Fear not. What are you going through? What have you been praying for that is not being answered? Fear not. Take it easy. I'm with you. God is faithful. 
and he's good. Two months ago, if not a month ago, we just lost my brother-in-law. It was a hard time seeing my sister with the three kids, and they just had a newborn baby now, six weeks, how many months? And he was providing, seeing him going, just talking to him like today, tomorrow he goes to work, he's an electrician, he was an electrician, they are putting this generator to uh, install somewhere, it fell down and hit him on the chest and he was bruised. Going to the hospital, they declared he's already dead. Sad moment. Sad moments that come. And you wonder why? Why would God not protect him? He has been doing this job for years. But God is still faithful. It's painful. But God is faithful. He's telling me, Fear thou not, Misha, for I'm with thee. Be not dismayed from thy God. I'll help thee. I'll uphold thee with my right hand of righteousness. Amen. God, are you to be with me in this, oh God? I'll be with you. I know what you're going through. I know what's happening to you. He's faithful. Remember God's giving hope after the situation. That's my last point. Remember God's giving hope after the situation. Romans 8.18 One of my favorite verses when I go through hard times. If I can ask you from here, I'm not asking. If I can ask you from here all the way around to the back, asking you Tell me what you have gone through that you thought like God was saying. Some stories I may not believe that they really happened. You know what I'm talking about in your life, what you've gone through? That you came to the moment that you said, God, why is this thing happening? But remember what? Romans 8, 18. For I consider that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy comparing with the glory that is to be revealed to us. I, I also love the way King James Versions are quoted. For I recall that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed to us. Yes, we are going through suffering, hard times. But let me tell you one thing. Let's remember what God is saying. God's giving hope in this situation. I don't know what you're going through, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know. God knows. While I'm speaking now, some of you might be in a situation that have been praying, but it seems... To have no answer. It seems that like God is not even listening. 
tell you, God is giving us hope in this situation. For I recall that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with that glory. Men and women of God, there's a great glory going to be revealed to us. So let's encourage, regardless of all what we are going through today. I know some of us, we are sad, some of us, we are happy with the elections now, how they are turning, you know, I'm not into politics, just the same. Some, they are down to the point that, you know, I can't stand, but God is with us. Whether you weep or you lose, that's something that puts us together. We know and we believe that God in each and every moment has promised me that you be with me. And I know the hope that I have, the hope that God is going to reveal to me. My last verse this morning, it's Romans 8, we'll read verse 35, and then we'll go to 38 and 39. Romans, the same chapter, 8, we'll read verse 35, and we'll skip some verses to 38, 39. Uh, do we have it ready? Good. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or danger, or sorrow? For I am sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor any other, nor Anything else, I was trying to bring King James Version. <laughs> uh, no things to come, no powers, no height, no depth, no anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Paul knows when he's speaking this, he knows that sufferings, nakedness, famine, or hunger, anything you can call it, death. He knows that these things can separate us from the love of God. But what he's saying is to encourage us as believers that let, let none of these separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. He said, I'm convinced, I'm persuaded that neither of all these things shall be able to separate us from the love of God. I was taught to preach three hours, so I'm looking at how much more time I have, so I still have more time. <laughs> Remember God's giving hope after this, this situation. What are you going through today? What is your situation like? God is with you. So, what I want you to do, I'm sorry, first team, I did not give you a heads up, but I would like the first team to come in front. The whole team, 
uh, to come in front, we want to sing the last song uh, he read us. I know they'll be like, oh, Michel, ah, okay, okay. I know you got these guys. Come on, Lawson. We want to just worship God. Just thanking him. I don't care if you shout or if you just move your lips up and down. People they have different thoughts about praying loud or what. I don't care. I'm free in Jesus Christ. I can pray anywhere I want. I'm sorry I'll be distracted, but I don't mean to. I'm just giving myself to God. I just want to praise him, thinking how good he is to me, thinking of how he has promised me that he will be in, with me in any kind of situation. So we just want to praise God. The last song they had, I'm telling you, it was just speaking to my heart. And we have got all the reasons to say yes, let it rain. Let yes. the flood get up heavy. Let it rain. Let's all stand. Shout if you want to shout. Pray loud if you want to pray loud. If you don't know to pray loud, feel free. Pray the way the Holy Spirit will do. Let's worship God.
this is my last word to you. I don't know how each one of you you are going through in your life right now. I don't know. And I don't need to know. But I know that God knows right now. He knows each one of you. He knows us by name. Remember what God has said before our situation. Let's remember what God is saying in the situation. And let's remember the God's giving hope after the situation. Heavenly yeah. Father, we are so thankful. As you told the Israelites not to fear, for you are with them. You are the same God yesterday, today, and forever. And you are speaking to us that we should not fear, for you shall be with us. Lord Jesus, we thank you for being who you are. And that regardless of all the situations we are in or going through or are to come, but you have said your way that you will be there always with us. We are so thankful, O God. I pray for your people that God meet them according to their needs. Come to the point of their needs, God. You are God who have got power over distance. You have got power over nature. You have got power over sicknesses, O God. There's nothing which is impossible with you, God. We therefore believe and trust you that in all the moments of our lives, but you will always be there for us, O God. Give us strength in these moments. Give us courage in these moments, O God. We pray that, God, you give us faith that we can stand and say, that even if God is going to answer my prayer, but I will still trust Him, we need that faith about. Bless us all in Jesus' name. Amen. We can take our seats. We're so glad you've taken the time to listen. If you're ever in our area, we invite you to join us for one of our worship services. For times and locations, please visit at emmanuelag.com. 